Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast talking all things in the gaming industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week, you've heard him every single episode of this podcast uh, at the beginning and the end. It's uh, the voice for my intro and extra, John Flatters. What a pleasure to be on the podcast. Thanks for having me, buddy. Not a problem, John. How how you doing? How's it been? Well, I mean, uh, Corona lockdown hit us all i mean all of us radio people at at the worst possible time oh yeah Um, but it was actually kind of nice because it 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 gave us that summer vacation that we probably weren't going to have if we had to rip right into the work world so i mean there's (laughs) there's you got to find a benefit in it and and uh so sitting on the couch and a lot i I actually it's funny that you you contacted me because i've been playing a ton of vids lately and a lot of the classics so um, so okay, it, it'll, it'll go I, right I, I into this. A, yeah. I grabbed you at a good time then. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to start off with a little game I call Favorites. It's how we start off every podcast whenever we have a brand new guest on the show. So I would like you to give me your favorite video game, favorite video game character, favorite video game soundtrack, and what you're looking forward to with the remainder of 2020. All right, so for for the favorite game, and I mean, I I might have to kind of list a couple because there's so many that that branch out. But first of all, the favorite game you got to go Grand Theft Auto, the the whole series. But uh, yes. a lot of the times where I talk about these games, I go back to the very first one. So like Grand Theft Auto One, the top down, oh, the, the top, yeah. nice. So so that's probably one of the favorites, and it obviously opened up the world for for all the other ones. Um, and then mm. Matt. I mean, all the sports games, but Madden for sure, uh, NHL for sure. I'm a hockey guy. And then Tiger Woods, of course, uh, rounding out the the sports favorites. Okay. And what about game character? So game characters, like um, there's there's so many good, good ones, but probably my favorite is Commander Shepard, the Mass Effect character. Uh, it was Ooh. it was a Mass Effect three or I mean I'm sure he's yeah, in all uh, of them but uh, all of the Mass Effects yeah. except for Andromeda. But I remember that one. Uh, I just kind of randomly I'd heard good things about the game and I thought you know it's it's a little bit of a flyer for me to get. But I got the game and oh my god like I was I was hooked. I ended up getting a gaming headset to hear everything better. It was it you get so locked into the game. So uh, like playing Commander Shepard that was cool. Other than that I would say like any time I can play a game and create a character that. That's, that's the best. Like if you're playing yeah, Tiger you Woods, just, you, you make yeah, your guy oh, yeah, 600 Tiger. pounds or, or like Madden, you make your guy like 16 feet tall and like two pounds and just have fun with it. So, uh, but exactly but in terms of real, real uh, characters, Commander Shepard, Mass Effect. Alrighty. And uh, what about game soundtrack? I'm, I'm actually, I'm wondering now if, would Tony Hawk's uh, soundtrack count? You know because, what? Because it's not original. It. I mean, it's, it's not, not ori- a... It's not original, no, but it does have quite the selection. Yeah, and then, I mean, as again, you go through the years and, and pick your favorites, but... Uh, and then Grand Theft Auto, when they started having the radio where you could mm-hmm. switch, I thought that was cool. Obviously, not an original soundtrack. If I had to pick an OST, it's got to be Halo. Oh, a lot of a lot of people who I've had on this show love that Halo one. Yeah, and I don't know what it is. It's like it's kind of like that war music that just it's eerie and it gets you jacked up. And you're playing this, you know, super um, fantasy game and you know in space with these crazy aliens, and it just fits perfect. Yes, and what are you looking forward to with in the remainder of 2020? Well, it's funny. Like, there's there's memes about the the new PlayStation console coming out and how it, yes. you know, it looks like a space aged uh, building, like some mm-hmm. you know modern architect, like a modern making, Dubai building, yeah, as you might say. They're making fun of it, uh, making it a uh, reference to the Rogers Arena up in Edmonton, the fancy <laughs> new rink. So I like that, and and more than anything, between that and the Xbox coming out. It's everyone's going to have to make the decision. Which one are you going to get? Is one better than the other? I've always been an Xbox guy, so so it oh. may, it might be time to make the switch if um you know if I hear good things at the end of the end of the year. Yes, it's gonna is going to be interesting to see which one will sell, which one will be more is more anticipated because you're hearing 
obviously you hear the memes of like both sides, like the PlayStation's a router and the Xbox is a fridge. Yeah. And it's going to be actually interesting to see like, cause we, I, I haven't been paying attention much to like what the, what everyone else is saying about which one they're actually going to get. It's more of just everybody making the jokes right now. And I feel like that's also because of the price and that's going to say a lot of which one's going to sell more at launch. Well, are they getting, what's the, like, what's the kind of base price for those guys now? We don't know. Oh. We have no idea yet. They <laughs> haven't, they haven't touched them. They haven't said anything about the price. Okay. That's the only problem. Cause like I always will wait. Cause I'm, I'm not like the guy that'll wait in line and get it at the very opening. So yeah, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I'll wait till it, the price goes down, but if it's super high to start, Oh, it's going to make it all the good games you want to get. And then it's, you know, you gotta, you gotta make the choice. Yeah. I feel like the, oh, well, I mean the PlayStation five did announce that it is getting a, there's the version with the disc drive and then the one that'll just do digital games only. And I feel like the digital one will be on the cheaper end of the two at least. Yeah. So it's again, it's going to come down to like, but that might be a difference of maybe one to $200. Yeah. If that's, and then probably is that more just, 100 are they just accommodating like, like the people that don't care if they have the physical box of yeah. the game kind of thing and they're just okay that's yeah because that's what i've been noticing is the there's more of like a how like the ps3 and xbox 360 had like the console wars there's now more of like a game wars i kind of noticed of like the digital versus physical yeah where do, where do you stand on that? Do you prefer to play a like game that you just digitally download, or do you like ha- like having like the physical game copy of of it? Well, it's funny because you know if you're a lot of the time I would be traveling around, and so if I have a physical copy, the l- more likely it is that I you know leave it in the con- uh, console and, and mess up the console, or I l- lose it or break it. So the benefit of being able to just you know you've got your credit card information on your live account or your uh, PlayStation account, it's easier than uh going out to the store and buying it and i guess these days you could get all the games at your fingertips if you can just download them so i'm probably more leaning towards if you can get it digital just get it digital it's funny like it's making me think of like the e-readers versus the book people and like my girlfriend she's collecting books and it's it's running us out of the uh out of the home so i'm more like get an e-reader and and you can clear all this space so i'm thinking for those hardcore collectors they're looking at their collection like you know i could probably clear up this space and just get it all on the same mm-hmm. console i feel i feel like with certain consoles like again the more modern consoles it's definitely easier but i feel like there's also that like just like like having a shelf with all the games you collected is really nice. Like just like a touch, because I have one of those shelves. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Well, and it's uh, a collector thing have... too, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, with that, we're gonna jump right into our first segment of the show, which is the week in review, where we cover some of the major game releases and news from the past week, and some of the games that came out this past week were Deadly Premonition 2 for the Switch, Super Liminal, a really fun puzzle game that I just finished today, actually. Uh, today being day of recording, not the day of releasing. And F1 2020 came out this past week as well. And uh, what do you think of uh, F1 F1 games, John? Well, that that's the one out of all three there that you mentioned. That's the one that jumps right out at me. And um, like I'm playing the whatever the mobile version is. And it's, you know, it's more of a manager where you don't even get to drive. But there's something about F1. It's just the the funnest and the coolest and the graphics. Man, I was looking at it today. The graphics look unbelievable. So it's one of those I'm, a, I'm probably going to get a holdover console just to play. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, Super Liminal, I would highly recommend. I just, like I said, I finished, I just finished it. It's a, uh, for those of you who haven't heard of it, the game came out earlier. I want to say it was either earlier this year or late last year uh, for the PC only but now it's out on all the consoles now and it's a puzzle game where it's perception is everything so let's say you pick up a tiny a tiny chess piece yeah and then you put it above you so it seems a bit bigger when you let go of it it's now bigger okay oh i like that and uh yeah it's a really fun one it's a dives into the theory of like dreams and how they affect one's mind um, and again, a pal perception is everything and it's very, very good. Um, I would say the only downside of the game are the achievements as there is one achievement 
two achievements, I guess, to speedrun the game and beat it in under an hour and 30 minutes. So those um, might deter me from platinuming it, but we'll see. Oh, yes. I like that. I like that description. Yes. In the news uh, world, uh, Nintendo Switch uh, SNES Online announced three new games coming to to the system, with one of them being Donkey Kong Country, and those will all come on July 15th. Um, so if you're a Nintendo Switch Online member and you have the SNES uh, Online SNES library, uh, Donkey Kong Country is going to be soon to be... You'll be able to play Donkey Kong Country, which is really good. A cult classic right there. Destiny 2 also added the new Moments of Triumph, uh, which began on the 7th. It's giving better loot for the five raids, the Leviathan, the Eater of Worlds, Spire of Stars, Scourge of the Past, and Crown of Sorrows. They are now replayable with no limits, so you can play them and play them and play them and get loot. I know that Jackson was uh, doing that for a little, has been working with his boys to get some good loot. And this event ends on September 27th, when all, September 22nd, um, and I believe it said that all those raids are then going into the Destiny Vault. Sort of like the Disney Vault, but for Destiny. League of Legends announced their new champion, Lilia, as well. And Halo 3 is coming to the Master Chief Collection on the PC on July 14th. In the Pokemon Go world, Kyurem is now available in the raids as the third of the legendary Pokemon from the Unova region. Team Go Rocket now has balloons showing up to battle them if you're level 40 or higher. And Jesse and James from the show now appear in their Meowth balloon in the game as well. Did you ever watch the Pokemon show, John? A little bit. Like, I caught on, I think it was the Game Boy, um, yeah, the Game Boy Color had the Pokemon version. So that was like, it was really getting big, but I was I was just on the outside of it. I couldn't quite get into it and until everybody had the video game, and I just sort of played the video game. And the Game Boy Color ones, so gold, silver, crystal, roughly? Yep, there you go, yeah. There you go. Good memory. What did you think of them? What, 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 how, what do you think of the series as a whole? It was fun. Like, it was kind of, it reminded me a little bit of Zelda, where you're, you know, it's that kind of top-down, and you go all over, but then you engage in these different battles, and it was kind of fun where... You know, it's it, I'll I'll liken it to a sports team, but you've got your roster of athletes, and you know you're picking one, and it's it's uh, like a prize fight. So that part of it I really enjoyed. <laughs> I I couldn't ever I never had my own Game Boy, so I would only you know play for an hour and a half on my buddies, and then and then mm. kind of put it away and, and forget about it. So, but I mean, it was fun and for sure. At the those old ones, I'm sure I'm you know generations behind it now. Yeah, uh, so that was a, uh, Gold and Silver Regeneration 2. We are on Generation 8 now with the Nintendo Switch. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, so I'm and well there are a and how, and how Gen 2 had about 251 Pokemon. 52 yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, 51. Uh, there are now 893 Pokemon. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so th- th- it's, it's jumped a long way. Oh, for sure. Um, More news, Xbox Series X is hosting a showcase on July 23rd to show off some exclusive games, uh, console hardware, and possibly release date and price, maybe, if we're lucky. Uh, The Ubisoft Forward event is actually happening uh, today, the day that you're listening to this podcast. I don't know what time, but it's happening sometime today, or it's already happened if you're listening to it. Um, And they'll be announcing some stuff that we'll be covering in the next episode of the podcast. WayForward announced that the original Shantae for the Game Boy Color is getting reproduced for a limited time, and it's also going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch down the line. Uh, Crash on the Run, uh, the Crash Bandicoot mobile game, was announced uh, as well, and the Tekken creators have been teasing a possible Kamurocho stage in an image that was recently revealed. Uh, Kamurocho being the main city that is in the Yakuza franchise, which means that it's possible that the next guest character in Tekken might be Kazuma Kiryu or Goro Majima. The current guest characters that Tekken 7 has include Geese Howard from SNK, Noctis from Final Fantasy 7, and Negan from The Walking Dead. You ever watched The Walking Dead, John? A little bit. Yeah, again, it was uh it's one of those ones where you put it on the back burner and it was always on TV, so I thought, "Oh, I'll I'll ne- I'll get into it." And now it's can you get it on um on Netflix or 
crave or I be- any of those. That's I be- I want to say it's on one of them. Yeah, because I'm due. I don't I'm know due to one, start though. it, and I, I think that's definitely uh, the earlier seasons. Because I've heard I've heard they've you know they've struggled to keep the momentum. Because I mean, how long can you do kind of a, an apocalyptic up uh, Jesus <laughs> apocalyptic <laughs> thriller uh, with zombies before you kind of go okay? Well, how do they figure it out or die off at some some point? So yeah. But I've heard, I mean, good, good things, and mm-hmm. the only the only bad thing is the uh, like the speed of them. It's almost like you can walk past them. Uh, so, sometimes it really I, if it varies episode to episode. It's, it's from what I've seen, honestly. Yeah. Uh, two more pieces of news: The Sims, out of all video games, is getting a game show. I don't know how I feel about it. I I saw the trailer for it, and I really just don't know how I feel about it. Like it seems cool in concept you get like x amount of time to design and tell a story design a house design a character tell a story with that but i just don't know how i feel about that and that's just me personally what about you john what do you think about the sims getting a game show i'm trying to like i'm trying to picture how you would do that the number of hours i would waste i would hit pause and then i would just stretch out you'd hit the little you know uh simoleon cheat and you'd get a million simoleons <laughs> and you just every room had a uh a pinball machine, a hot tub and like its own shower and like a tanning bed. And, but then Uh. you'd get back to playing it and you'd be like, Oh my God, it takes 45 minutes to get from one room to the next. Uh, but I mean, how many hours can you kill on that game? Just a classic, but I can't, I can't picture it being a game show. Well, we're about to see how well it does. I, I believe it comes, it comes out later this year. So, uh, we'll see when it, when that premieres. And lastly, uh, Jackbox 7, uh, well, the Jackbox games, uh, back in February, they announced the Jackbox Party Pack 7, but they just kind of announced it. Uh, this past week, uh, with a little help from Achievement Hunter, they showed off the, one of the five games coming to the Party Pack in its Quiplash 3. Have you actually ever played any of the Jackbox games, uh, John? No, I haven't. Oh, you are missing out on I'm, those. I'm that old. There's going to be so many that you mention, and I'll be like, oh, I've seen it, I've seen it, but I haven't actually got my hands on it yet. You are definitely missing out on those games. They are quite a time. All you need is your phone, to, one per, one version of the game and your phone, and you can get up a group of friends, play it on your phones, and you're just making each other laugh with how much hilarity ensues with the games. Oh, I got to get a, this. I'm, you know what? I'm looking at it right now. I got to get into this. They are a great time. And that's the news for the week. Now we're going to jump on in for the releases for the week ahead. On Tuesday, Death Stranding makes its way to the PC. Neon Abyss comes out on all the consoles. And Rocket Arena, the game that was announced at EA's uh, conference a little while back, makes its debut for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. On Wednesday, Ooblets comes out for the Xbox One and the PC. On Thursday, Hunting Sim- Simulator 2 comes out on the PC. And Radical Rabbit Stew comes out on everything. And on Friday, we got the two big games for the week. Ghost of Tsushima comes out for the PS4. And Paper Mario and the Origami King comes out for the Nintendo Switch. And those are the game releases for the week ahead. And now we jump into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. It's our first topic of the day. And we're talking sports games. Right up my alley, eh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I thought uh, we're going to have a sports episode. Who should I have it with? And I thought no one better than John because he is the definitely one of the sports guys that I know. That's so for let's sure. start. Let's try. Let's start with like. Um, let me pull up my what I had. So, okay. So let's talk about uh, one of the big things is uh, the two, I guess, sports games rivals. I guess you would say, which are EA and Two K. Yeah. Which and one do you prefer of the two, uh, EA Sports or Two K Sports? Well, it's it's for the longest time it was always EA and Two K mm-hmm. was you know they were a little the new guy on the block and they were trying to catch up but they they could never get the right licensing so it would always be either you know the the make believe team name uh, team with real players or the make believe players with the real team name so they were always at a disadvantage for the first little bit but now you look at for example um, like 
Madden is still always going to be ahead of uh, 2K, <clears throat> but NBA, it's not even close. It's NBA is 2K without a doubt. Now EA is actually trying to copy what 2K does in terms of just the flow of the game, the innovations, the, you know, the mini or the, sorry, the career mode. They're way, way ahead of Electronic Arts. And I mean, I'll go into it more and more, but I think career mode is where, you know, a game is made or broken. But um, as far as MLB, I don't even know if, if, uh, the show the, the, the show is yeah, the, the sh- and they're the big the big guys i'm not sure mm-hmm. if ea technically has theirs anymore i'm about to take a look for that actually cuz i know that the, i i know that the most the, that one of the last mlb games that i've known by name was mlb the show 2014 i think yeah i just I don't there's, know there's definitely there's new been, the okay shows. yeah there is the show is the is the um is the one who does it, and it's published. Ju- it's just published by Sony. Um, SIE San Diego Studio is who develops it. Um, yeah, so, uh, so in that, they're kind in of that just sense, their own one. Yeah, I don't even know if um, and they're kind Earth of like, really has has a yeah. No, that's all game. Sony. So yeah, um, yeah. They, I know that they used to have some baseball games because I own. I think it's MVP Baseball was their yep. franchise, and I have one of those for the GameCube. I feel like it would have almost. Maybe 07 is the last time I would have seen that MVP baseball. That sounds about right because that was the lifespan for the game. That was where like the last like sports games came out for the GameCube with like some getting an 08. Yeah, but like for that console, but that was like the 08s were more on the next generation. Yeah, exactly. People would just wait and release it with the new consoles. Um, And then as far as PGA, I'm trying to think if there's. before Tiger Woods got in all his trouble, I don't think there was like a 2K golf. And if there was, it wasn't it wasn't anywhere competing with Tiger Woods. No, when it came to golf games, it was more of EA had EA Sports had the like the most realistic golf experience as yep. all the other ones. There was like Outlaw Golf or just like cartoony golf mostly yeah, like. which i mean they're still fun like i'll play yeah. i'll play those cartoony golf games on my phone again mobile games is kind of the way of the future i think but i play a ton of the cartoony ones on the phone it's fun but when you would you know you'd go and it's a sunday and you've got nothing but time you'd set yourself up for the masters and you got tiger woods in his you know his classic outfit and the realism of the well the ball spin is not real like in uh, <laughs> nobody can forward yeah, and left spin no. like those guys do but um as far as the look and the feel and the realism of the game by far it used to be tiger woods but now apparently and i've i've just been doing a little research 2k21 golf is a big uh they're having a big release and it looks what? sick you can you can I'm, create i'm looking this up right now you can create your own golfer which i mean you can always do that but you can create every physical characteristic and then you can go and create your own courses um and then so obviously any course that's not on the long long list of uh preloaded courses you could go play somebody's on multiplayer like there's that kind of share mode i think i could be speaking out of turn but it's it's looking really cool and wow because i don't think there's really been a great golf game since tiger woods you know got into trouble they tried the rory mcelroy they 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 had one it was rory mcelroy's pga tour and they did not release like any yearly ones afterward no because i mean the one it just didn't take off it didn't like it was kind of their attempt to i think that was like it was tiger woods up until the rory mcelroy game and then they kind of just stopped because I think I feel like there, right there, was where PGA took the license away from them. I feel I I don't know the full thing, but I feel like that's probably what happened. Yeah. And then they kind of been sitting on it. And then 2K, with how successful their sports games have been getting, they go to them and like, okay, see, show us what you got. And yeah. now we're getting 2K21 Golf, which was announced back in May, mm-hmm. which I completely missed. No, um, I mean, I mean, it, you wouldn't have expected because there hasn't been a golf game. You forget all about it, really. Yeah, there hasn't that, been. Yeah, that realistic. Yeah. Uh, what's next? Oh, and because and I, I'm just gonna add something because when yeah. it comes to the the golf games, like those are the sports games that I played. I played uh, Tiger Woods 04, 05, 06, 03, and 03. I didn't really touch 03 because I I got that one late and like it kind of just went back on the things that 04 did really well. Yeah. Um, 04 is probably still my favorite to this day. 
uh, strictly because of like how they did the career mode was like the world tour to unlock yep. the characters and whatnot, and then you had your PGA season that you could do afterwards. But if you do career, if you do the world tour first, you just get maxed out on stats with how much cash you make. And then and when you'd go into league mode, it was just terrific. It yeah. was just a breeze. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and 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 uh, you can always like it. Almost you don't have to love the game of golf. But you go and you get the hang of it, and it's so rewarding. And like mm-hmm. the graphics make it really nice. It's the same yeah. reason I would go and work on golf courses. Is you look around, and you're like, ah, <laughs> oh, this is you know pleasing to the eye. It's kind of nice. It is. It um, is. I, it's like it's also a reason why golf is like one of the only sports I'll actually like sit down and watch if there's nothing on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got? So we got we've covered all the big sports. We covered all. Oh, FIFA. 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 Yeah. Um, and here's where it it totally depends. Like you were saying about realism versus kind of more the arcade fun, uh, quick mm-hmm. style. Um, like FIFA, obviously the EA they've had control for so long, and yeah. but they've always they've always left room for people who, if they can make a little bit of a better feature on one part of the game, they're going to get a huge market because it's FIFA. It's huge. Everybody FIFA's, loves soccer. Yeah. And, uh, it's uh, especially in Europe. Like that's the I'm pre- I'm pretty sure that is the number one selling sports game down there, if not one of the close to, close to the top in general. Yeah, and uh, I was when I kind of got my it was my Xbox 360. It was probably right in the middle of the generation of that console, and I got FIFA. And oh my god, the level of gameplay! Like when I'd go online, um, I couldn't compete. Right, they're all way better than me. I just had slowly gotten into the the soccer game and you know how it's it's so touchy. It's like golf where it's so unforgiving. I I, I feel like, honestly, I feel like the golf games handled really like handled the best out of all the sports games. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, you, you try to just, I'm an athlete and a jock and a, goofball at that so i just kind of power things through so i just button mash to try and score goals and if you're playing soccer you button mash and you never hit the net kind of thing so um i know there's a couple oh what's it called is it pro evolution soccer pro evolution soccer yeah that's the i believe that's like the closest competitor and it's competitor in quotations yeah ea and fifa ea sports like they're two big properties now are madden and fifa and like no one's touching them for that yeah and the funny thing with Madden, though, is like I said, it's I, I what was I playing the other day? And it I had played versions in 2004 that were better than this maybe 2012 or 13 version that I had. So, uh, again, it's all comes down to the the um, the career mode for me. Mm-hmm. So, and I, yeah, I feel like that's that's like one of the bigger things that differs from sport game to sport game as the years go by is what type of options are we getting in career mode? Yeah. And like, like oh, go going ahead. through the, uh, so going through the sports again for like career modes, um, starting with uh, the Madden games. Um, I actually really don't have, I own like four Madden games. But I haven't touched any of them. Yeah. Well, the problem like, I, I think it was the original Xbox and I would play it up in the, like the hottest room of the house, but I would just play it for hours <sighs> Because it had a really kind of fun, it didn't take much. It was just like text of, hey, you've got an interview after the game. Are you going to go like this route or that route and kind of, you know, sewer your teammates? And they had, um, hey, you're uh, auditioning for a a movie role. Make sure you nail the the movie line. And, you know, it's, it's the smallest little thing, but it gets you more... It's all about feeling like, you know, you play a video game to kind of escape reality and get into a role. So the more of those little features, like in the summertime, like something happens, you get an injury and all those little things on the schedule that make, you know, the in-game more fun than just, you know, start game, press play, player A, Mm -hmm. like team A. And then, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of people now that, online gaming is way better than it was when I was playing a lot of these games. Just nobody had the, the internet connection to, to play multiplayer really. Um, yeah. Now everybody, everybody's got the, the good connection to do it unless, you know, you got four other people in the house or in the, the room on their phone. Um, so online I'm probably, I, I'm missing a big portion of where 
game developers have really put their money and their time mm-hmm. in. Because yeah, because that's like the big thing that the sports games have done. Because like back in the old, when you're like thinking of like the old GameCube era sports games, uh, it was all local multiplayer. You couldn't really do online, right? Uh, with those games, and then as online was introduced, the focus became more about the multiplayer experience over the single player experience a yeah. little bit. Um, it, and then it kind of, and that's kind of how I thought of sports games for the long longest time as well. Until that one of the, I believe it was NB two NBA two K Live or something. Yeah, I can't remember uh, where they act like brought back like a really in depth career mode where you're this character, this built in character who's like going on their NBA journey mm-hmm. and it's like, you're them and like take over the NBA world basically. And I'm like, wow, they're actually kind of doing what a sports game should be doing with, it, which is giving it like a pretty good single player again. And, you know, I, I go back to like mass effect by the, you know, 10 minutes into the game, I'm not thinking I'm in a, you know, on my couch in a room, I'm thinking, Oh my God, like I've got a, weird space gun strapped to my arm and like i'm actually running through space if Mm -hmm. you if you get like the little features that they do in those single players even if it's you know a cut screen or a a movie in the game that you can't even control just to get little things that get you more involved but it's 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 really canned right now in terms of the um career mode options and little features and you know mini games or practice to improve your skills or um, you know, have different tests or injuries that re- remove skills over time. And well, I can, I can get into one, uh, into the next segment about hockey, but, um, but yeah, career mode for me is always the, the dis- determinant in a, in a sports game, which yeah. all this, all those like single player role playing games, they run away with it. It's so much more fun and it gets you more immersed. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a question for you. Do you, pre- do you prefer to play as the manager for the team or a player on that team? Always. When it man- comes to those. Um, always player. Yeah. My buddy is the opposite. He will go manager mode and play like 30 years of a baseball season. And like, wow. that's a hundred, you know, like a hundred and what is it? 82 game season. And he'll, he'll do the minor team. He'll do batting rotation for like each and couple of days. And I'm the opposite. If I can't play the game, I couldn't give a rat's behind whether it's um you know the the roster is accurate as long as i'm playing the game and scoring the goals and if it's keeping stats of my little career dude that's that's all i care about so all right yeah all right um i do have a question do you feel when a new sports game drops when the last do you feel like it's do you feel like you want to get it right away or hold off for a while because the last sports game that came out is still holding you over. Well, it totally depends. Like if, um, cause I, I think to like, I think about call of duty, if you, or, you know, battlefield or, you know, the first person sh- person shooters, mm. if you aren't on it the day and the minute it drops, by the time you hit select multiplayer, you're already behind like half of the game playing generation is. And so then you're always playing catch up and, and you just never have fun with, um, with multiplayer but in terms of sports games it's i think it's the the opposite you got to wait and listen to the the diehards and have them say oh you know nothing's different or oh having that you know the new fighting mode in hockey or the new um hitting engine is it makes it more worth it but for so many years you'll go from year to year and you'll go oh they changed the jerseys that's kind of cool and oh yeah. they added they added fan reactions you know little cut scenes but i know that in uh they, like they haven't done anything them, to hitting or yeah sorry or deking or and you know skill stick has been around for quite some time now mm-hmm. and and only little refinements have been made so i know that in I, I don't know i remember that in one of the more recent nhl games they introduced a three-on-three mode yeah and that was actually pretty fun it's mm-hmm. it's super arcadey right like it, it takes yeah. you back to the old days of nhl 94 where there was like a, a speed boost button which was the same button as hit. So basically it was just pinball, like a bunch of players selected and you just press a and Ram a until you crush the guy and take the puck. And then he set up for a one timer. Like it's a little more bang, bang and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's still got all the realism of the, the actual game. It's like combining, yeah. it's like combining, you know, FIFA with that pro evolution soccer uh, <laughs> fun. 
Yeah, I, I could see that a little bit. I I just I know that there is a that if you trigger certain things like if you whether you get on a tear or like they get on a tear, so they'll cu- they'll sub out one of their players, and like sometimes it's like a legend will come up, or sometimes the mascot will come out and play. <laughs> That's good. Oh, that is right. That is right. I remember. Oh, what was I doing? I was playing Farley the Fox or whoever the Oilers guy came out, and I was like, oh, now I, like I have to ram it down this team's throat now. <laughs> um, my, on the topic Calgary of duty, <laughs> on the topic of mascots, um, I don't know which um, Madden game it is, but there's like a mascot mode that you can play where the entire team is the mascots. Ooh, I don't know if you've heard of that at I all. I haven't. I, I got to look into that. That would be well, a fun uh, one. Uh, a streamer I watch uh, constantly, Ray Narvaez Jr. He plays. Uh, I don't know which Madden it is off the top of my head, but there's a mode where he just sets like both teams to like the highest level CPU, and just lets them play, and they're the mascots. That's that's good. <laughs> I think I think it's actually one of the NCAA games. Oh, okay, yeah. Where it's the college football. Yeah. See, that those were it. good, but then the problem was they couldn't license uh, the players' names, so you would always get WR84 as the wide receiver, or like mm. there was there was no personal touch. But a lot of people like those NCAA, um, like the NCAA football games. Okay, uh, we're gonna do something uh, that we haven't really done before. We're gonna play a little game now, John, called Rapid Fire. Yeah. So I'm gonna go through like the main sports that we've been going through. I want you to give me your favorite team and your favorite player, and then we're going to move on to the next one. Like a, It's going to be rapid fire, all right? Ooh, I like this. See how okay, quick I am. So, okay, ready? We're going to start with the NFL. NFL, uh, he's retired, so Ray Lewis, Baltimore Ravens. If I had to go with a live player, Terrell Suggs on the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, so the Ra- the Ravens are your go-to team for the NFL? Yep. Nice. All right, NBA. NBA, I have to go Kawhi Leonard back when he was on the Tor- uh, Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. Man, that was. I'm not a like. You ask anybody. I'm not the sports guy. Uh, but we were driving down to. We we were on vacation. We were going down to Anaheim, uh, driving down. Um, and so we had the games on in the car a couple of nights, and then, uh, when they almost when they could have won, but they didn't. When they were like one game away from winning the series yeah. and the championship, when they lost that game. Uh, we were in Anaheim, and then the next day we were in Vegas because we were there for a week. Um, and then we're in our room and we're watching the game while having dinner. And they won the game. That was something else. And then a couple days later, my parents run into Kawhi. Oh yeah, I I, I think I told the story in class, like from when like when we came back from year two for yeah. for year two. But yeah, that was. And the, the and the, you, the funny thing is, my parent, my dad's like, no, don't get a picture. Like, come, like, kind of respect like the boundaries and whatnot. But my mom was just like, my mom wanted a photo. Oh yeah, starstruck. I would for a guy like Kawhi and and on the run that he was on last year, like I would have, yeah. I would have said, you know what, man, I usually wouldn't do this, but you're on fire. I got to get a picture. Exactly. Okay. Uh, next one. NBA. NBA. M M NBA. Oh, like MLB. Like oh, MLB. Yeah, MLB. I guess, yeah. MLB. Jesus. That's okay. Um, I don't ooh, know my That's sports. a tough one because I'm, I'm, so, I'm so rusty. Like, the last time I really followed it close enough, I was a big fan of Vlad Guerrero Jr. And I'm, sh- I'm sure he's still on Toronto because he's, like, the the next coming of, of Toronto's uh, Blue Jays. But he's sick. All right. Um, PGA, favorite golfer? PGA, still Tiger Woods. I can't, still Tiger Woods. Can't go away from Tiger. Yeah, and he what? Run, he just recently won the was it Masters, uh, right? Was yeah, it the Masters? It was like three years ago, like no one expected him to do it, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, all he the did. good players that were at the top of the ten board they just dropped off. Yeah, and lastly, FIFA. <sighs> Lionel Messi, and right. I'm pretty sure where is he now? Well, I guess he's Barcelona. Okay. I think, yeah. And then I do have one more question before we move on to the next topic, and that is, have you ever touched any of the Mario sports games? Uh, Like Mario Tennis and stuff like that? Yeah. On the Wii? Is it Mario Tennis on the Wii? There is. Mario Power Tennis is on the both the GameCube and the Wii. It started on the GameCube, and then they ported it to the Wii because okay. motion controls. Yeah, and I've definitely played the Mario Tennis on the Wii, and that's fun. 
I'm trying to think what else. Like, could you consider Mario Kart a sports game? Uh, we'll get into Mario Kart a bit later, <laughs> as that's yeah. a little bit of the retro reminder. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really. I, I guess you could kind of consider it a sports game in a sense, as it's kart right, car racing, and and that's and NASCAR is like a sport. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Mario's also done baseball. He had two baseball games. Oh, I th- was it on Game Boy, maybe? No, it was both GameCube and Wii. Okay. No, I haven't played those. And then he did Strikers Soccer. No, I haven't played that. No. Sounds fun, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Strikers and Strikers Charge, uh, GameCube and Wii. Uh, it's, I think that's like the only Mario sports game I'm missing for my GameCube collection. Okay. Hard to hard to find, and oh, when I you bet, do find, yeah. and when you do find it, it's up there for price. It's like a, I think it's like a regular sixty dollar game, roughly. Ooh. So, I think it's like fifty used, seventy to eighty new. So and rare to find. Harder to harder to find. Like I've checked Video Game Trader a couple times to see what they have, and it's I I I think I've seen it there a couple times, but it's just like I don't want to spend that. I'd rather just grab a couple of ten dollar games to add to yeah. my collection this time around. Yeah, that that's funny actually. When Corona hit, I went over to Video Game Trader and got a bunch of used games. Like I think it was like five five used games. And I'm talking used used because it's the 360 I'm on. But I think it was five <laughs> games for 25 bucks. Like who cares not what? Bad. Yeah, like that's who cares like, what the graphics look like? I'm I'm playing tennis a, or I'm playing soccer or I'm playing, I'm playing tennis. Yeah, yeah. All right, and that, uh, that's we're gonna cover it for our sports segment. Uh, and now we're going to jump over to the guest chosen topic, which is just kind of some games that John's played that ha- that aren't um, sports related from his era, I guess you could say. As you are one of the old, one of my oldest friends, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, it's lead funny, us off, John. Well, there's it's kind of like the the birth into the sports game, and then like uh, you go back to the n- normal Nintendo. That's where I started. Was normal Nintendo and as a hockey kid, there was, and I forget if they have any mention of it these days, but Blades of Steel, the classic game where you would control the goalie while controlling your player. Like it was, there's only one D-pad and there's two buttons. So the goalie was controlled by the same controller as the skating. So oh, it made wow. it, it, it made it really hard and actually challenging to play. And the graphics were terrible. The sound effects were hilarious. Um, <laughs> If you fought, like it, if you bumped into the same guy three times, it would start a fight. The Ooh. winner of the fight would continue on the ice. The loser of the fight would be in a heap. The referee would drag him like a sled into the penalty box. So if you lost a fight, you'd go to the box. And so it wasn't too realistic, but it was just <laughs> the birth of the hockey game. And every time you'd make a pass, it was like that canned sort of normal Nintendo 8-bit. Hit the pass, hit the pass. So that that was like the birth before they got the skill stick and, you know, momentum meters and, and all that stuff. It was classic yeah. old school classic D-pad hockey. D-pad is what I'm talking about. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then another one, like I forgot to mention it, but one of my major favorites was uh, all the Olympics games, like when they do Winter Olympics or Summer oh, Olympics. Yes. The whole idea oh. being you could be doing anything from 100 minutes. 100 meter sprint to mm-hmm. like kayaking or something in the same video game without pulling yeah. it out of the the box so track and field 2 on the normal nintendo is like i'll, I'll list off okay here's all the things i wrote it down because it was the life-changing video game you could do oh ha- here we go you could do hammer throw hurdles pole vault archery diving gliding like para paragliding shooting yeah. taekwondo kayak fencing rings all that stuff on like an old late 80s tech and like again the that classic yes 16 bit what do you call that soundtrack or that sound that would go uh in? yeah uh 8 bit for the nes 16 for the snes and i mean it's still pretty bad oh yeah <laughs> so so that one and then that became the birth of um all those olympics ones so you'd get like turin olympics or uh, I think it was Athens, like for the Summer Olympics. Mm-hmm. And man, there's a hole there because I've played all of the Olympics games and it's really it's really janky. Like it's you can select the Olympics, you can go uh, whatever the events are that are available, but it's there's no creative player. There's no um, like 
keep your score or online or anything like that. It's really, mm. I, that's the one that I think they got to really update. I mean, I feel like they, those are games are harder to update now, especially when the top lead top sell top seller top leading person for the Olympic Games are the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games franchise. Oh, really? Am I, I, I missing, yeah, because like missing that whole market. I haven't even played any of these games. I, I don't. Um, so it started with the what was it? The Beijing Olympics in two thousand eight. Oh, okay, yeah. They released Mario Sonic at the Olympic Games. And oh. it got a lot. It was I played it. I it was a lot of fun. And then they did the sequel, the 2010 Vancouver Winter Games. Yep, that's the one I got. And I mm-hmm. it's like I remember I lived in Vancouver. I was going to UBC at the time, and I just remember the whole experience was so cool. And playing the video game was fun. So as soon as that video game came out, I got it, and I was a little bit disappointed in the like the overall. Like you were saying, everyone's put money into the other games and so it's it's just like an afterthought now yeah um, um and then they had the london 2012 Ooh, am I, I did i play that one yet for Mar- and and then they did the sochi 2014 one okay and then they stopped and they didn't really release any and then they released they just released the new mario sonic at the tokyo olympic games even though they're not happening now oh that's cool uh but they still released the, they still released the game because it was fully developed it's developed and on the switch now it's on the switch now um that's I the only console I, yeah i believe so because it's mario mario's the one of the flagship people oh, yeah. so they're like nintendo exclusive games yeah yeah um, um but there is a but there believe it or not there's now a mobile jo- sonic at the olympic games there for you mobile go. i'm gonna have to get that one <laughs> I, I, I played it i played it it's not awful oh. but you do need to there is a paywall uh, there is a paywall. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of those paywalls, but depends on the game. Mm-hmm. You get to play, like, I, I want to say, like, you play through the first world, and then from there it's like, hey, if you want to do more, just pay this one-time thing, and you'll get the rest of the game, or whatnot. Oh, I and see what you mean, that yeah. Ki- that kind of stuff. I, I, I mean, it's kind of better than... Um, what I feel like when looking back, I actually do have a, a question for you. Are you still playing Mario Kart Tour at all? Uh, I haven't probably since like Christmas. We got so busy okay, in school, yeah. but I remember I got really into it, and then it felt like, like you were saying, I, I felt like I hit a wall where okay, well I'm, the characters aren't getting any better, and I'm I'm only going to do so well. Mm-hmm. And then you you'd hit the wall where okay, now I have to wait a week and a half to yeah. It's like everything. I've done everything. Yeah, I don't have enough gems to pull any characters or whatnot. Right, and it just it makes you wait and wait and wait. So I just mm-hmm. lost interest, and I think that, I had a, a yeah. phone with like sixteen gigs only. So it, with all my apps and data, mm-hmm. it just it I never had enough room for. And games. it was like what like six dollars bi-weekly or something yeah. like that for like the subscription as well that they had for it. Yeah. But lo- looking back at it, like. Almost like, like a good chunk of us in our class played that game, like you, me, Bob, Scott. Oh yeah, I think Davis was on that too. Yeah, Eric. Well, it, it, there was a good chunk of us. Yeah, I mean it. It's it was like putting your Xbox down. Well, whether you're sitting in class or whether you're on the toilet, it's like oh, good old classic Mario Kart. Pretty easy mm-hmm. and pretty. Um. Like, it didn't take a ton of skill. It was just fun to play while you're waiting for something. Or, yeah. um, But I could never I could never really justify every two weeks paying six bucks or whatever, so. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I will say the payment system for that game was very weird. Yeah. I was. It's also, like, one of Nintendo's first subscription-based games. And I wonder if they just, they didn't have the numbers right, or they didn't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so back to you. So what other games did you? Uh, yeah. So that, well, you... I can I can jump from um from the normal Nintendo to the Super Nintendo, and that's yes. when he started to get the good. Uh, and this is funny, like WWF Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. So they introduced, you know, you'd start to get the wrestling games, yeah. other than the the crappy, very glitchy um, games on the normal Nintendo. You'd get there's Bret Hart, like. The, the weird Street Fighter effects in, in one of the games. I think it was WrestleMania. So, like, if you were the Undertaker <laughs> and you did the kind of up, up, down, left, right, B, it would shoot mm. this, like, ghost because the Undertaker was, like, the ghost oh guy. My or, oh, my God. I think, they gave the Undertaker a Hadouken. Yeah, and then the, if That's you were funny. Razor Ramon, it, like, these 
very crappy graphic like razor blades would shift across the screen and hit the guy. So those were great ones. But then obviously being the youngest brother, I've had more than 50 Undertaker special moves and rock bottoms and razor's edges done to me. So it was fun to finally, <laughs> it was fun to finally put it into practice um, on those games. And then mm-hmm. the other one, I forget if it's really carried over, but F zero. Oh, do you remember you that one? Oh, <laughs> you, so the F zero discussion is uh, something I guess we never really talk about on the show. So F zero, I believe there was the SNES. I believe it was the first game for the SNES, or there I was like think so. But one. There, there may was, have been a Nintendo version. Yeah, I can't remember if there was one. It was started on the NES or the SNES, but there was one of that, and then it had a few games going up. Like I think one. It was like one per console almost until, yeah. and then the GameCube with F zero GX hit. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. We haven't had an F Zero game since. Oh man! It's made the... cameos in Nintendo Nintendo World, Nintendo Land, Nintendo Land. Oh uh, where yeah. That was there was an F Zero mini game, but it wasn't F Zero. And then uh, two of the tracks from F Zero got into Mario Kart Eight as DLC. Oh, sick! I remember huh. the funniest part about that game, like looking back and like looking at the pictures when I was kind of going nostalgic. You. You, I can't believe I didn't have seizures because the lights are flashing nonstop. <laughs> and if you run into the sidewall, those lights on both sides of the screen start flashing left, right, left, right, left, right, or white, black. And then meanwhile, you've got this, uh, I'm going to say average soundtrack blaring in your ear and all the high pitched, like it was supposed to sound like a jet engine, I guess. But oh my yeah. God, th- that brings back memories. There were like, there was the different color, the pink, the blue, the yellow, the, the green, um, yeah. the green Each one, one always... with a different, uh, driver that like GX, like went in depth of like who all these drivers are. Yeah. This would be like just the different car, like the different mobile. Yeah. You just had the cars. It was and just so, like, like the car blue, and what number they might, were. Might've had the highest top speed, but one had better steering and one had better damage resistance. Yeah. But I just remember f-zero and there'd be the green one it looked like two olives and that was its engine like two pitted olives <laughs> and so that just as soon as i thought oh super nintendo f-zero and then um what happened after that well nhl 94 actually, started but oh, that's more yes. sort of sports sports stuff mm-hmm. but i was gonna you, ask if you uh played punch out at all oh yeah see i'm glad you went to that because there's not enough good ones, but like Punch Out, Super Punch Out, and then you get into like the Fight Night um, franchise in EA Sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love a good boxing game, and it's it's gotten so much better. But I remember like even Super Punch Out and, and Punch Out, it's just so fun beating the crap out of a yeah. character. Like once you figure it out, and you just once you, you once you get the timing down, and then just wailing on them yeah. using going with the correct rhythm and whatnot. Yeah classic beatdown and then you'd, you'd get to mike tyson and just get throttled yes <laughs> uh so uh, jumping from the snes to the n64 64 and that's when all of a sudden the quote unquote first person shooter became huge because golden eye 90 golden eye go, i almost yeah. called it 94 golden eye 64 yeah i think you it was get, just golden eye at the time because oh was it oh that's right um but you'd get your force four screen and i mean most people didn't have big big tvs but you would oh, sit yeah. there and literally like you'd two inches from the screen in your corner and you'd play that four player local uh what do they call it land party basically uh no, that would just be local, mul- local lo- just multiplayer. local multiplayer land yeah. party is when you got two consoles hooked yeah. up together to get that eight player action going we used to do that on the road in uh, in junior hockey. When it was a long <laughs> long enough road trip, the boys would bring their their video games on the on the road. Nice. But um, but yeah. Oh, what was I going for? The Golden Eye. That was where everybody started figuring out that sort of first person, quick. How many kills can I get in a round? And the yeah. speed running and all that. I would always be Jaws, like a like an <laughs> idiot, because I'd be like, oh, look at his teeth, they're cool. But then everyone would just pick me off every two seconds because i'm the biggest character everyone else would be who was it um was it mishkin or odd job was like odd job yeah and he if was for like the smallest one, character it's odd job because yeah, of that hat one pixel tall yeah yeah and so i everyone would always go oh, i'm odd job and i'd be like okay but n- no realization that it doesn't matter if you're 16 feet tall or one pixel tall in the game it doesn't help you or hurt you at all 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, that that's got to be probably the biggest ones that growing up I started to play. And then you got into the the Xbox, I think, became a thing. And then you'd get uh, Call of Duty and all those that were big. Yeah. But like I said, I was I never had my own console. And this is why I say if you can't get like a, a Call of Duty or Battlefield right when it comes out, you're behind the eight ball when it comes to multiplayer because there's some kid who's already played 10 hours Mm -hmm. he's got just the you know the hand the hand muscle memory and the knowledge of where all the good sort of feeding spots or spawn spots are so i would go and then you've got these kids nowadays i don't know if it's the same now but right around sort of 2012 2013 you'd, you'd log on put in your headset thinking that your teammates are going to be like oh watch that guy on the top roof and it just ends up being just someone puts hugely um, vulgar lyrics of a song like right to the speaker of their ma- uh, mic, or you get some kid just going Yeah, or you'd get some kid just swearing at anything and everything, and yeah. So then you'd end up just tossing out the the mic, and and you'd lose that a little was... bit, but. That's the, the, that's the, good the best days. part about the classic of Goldeneye, because if anyone was talking smack, if they, they were, were in, talking, if they were talking shit, they would be in the room with you. They were in the room exactly, and so you could give them a, a good slap. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think what else was big for me. The probably the biggest one was the PSP. Everyone had, you know, everyone had the the Game Boy, and then I had a and Sega then, Game Gear for a bit. But that oh, was oh a Game Gear, dang! <laughs> but that thing nuked batteries and and yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, so PSP was right when I was in junior, and uh, God, I don't know how many hours I would spend after the game. We'd go from one, you know, Brandon, Manitoba to Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. It's like a five-hour trip. I'd be playing video games the whole time, and it was it was like mostly Tiger Woods. I'm trying to think if it was 04 Tiger Woods. Did we say that was the best that's uh that in my opinion that's one of the best ones for like the home consoles i don't know how the mobile s- stands up to them it was still or I'm the a portable probably portable. yeah it was probably oh four but it was sick and that that got me i'm trying to i don't think i could calculate how many hours i spent when i should have been sleeping from one place to the next just bumping around on the bus i'd be on the floor playing tiger woods till four in the morning and yeah then it's been there's a big big gap from there till when I got the Xbox 360 because I was just I was so busy playing hockey and then just got out of vids for a while so it's been I'm trying to think now same thing I had, I didn't pull out the video games till till uh, corona hit so it's been probably another five six years it's, it's been a hot minute you could say oh yeah <laughs> yeah all right okay then uh thanks for sharing those stories John anytime buddy and now we're going to jump into the final segment of the show, the grab bag, where we just cover a few smaller bits to end off the podcast. And we're going to start with draw of the deck, where we give you the latest updates in the TCG world. We're going to start with some Pokemon, like always. And in the Pokemon world, we actually have some new news. Uh, they announced that the True Steel Premium Collection is going to be coming out on August 14th, which are the new giant boxes that come out. Uh, this will feature a foil card, figure, and pin inside each box, and the two headlining Pokemon are, of course, Zacian and Zamazenta, the two legends of Galar. No new, Yugi- n- no new Yu-Gi-Oh! news, because there's never anything new in Yu-Gi-Oh! And, like... I'm, I'm an avid Yu-Gi-Oh! player, and we just haven't gotten anything new. It's sad. And Magic the Gathering, their new ban list is coming on July 13th. So check your cards, because some of them might be banned. But who knows? And now we're going to jump into Retro Reminder, and that Retro Reminder is good old Mario Kart 64. Did you play Mario Kart 64, John? Oh, loads of it. Yeah, that that and and uh, Gold and I were kind of like hand. a kid's introduction to multiplayer. So who 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 did you always pick when it came to Mario Kart's uh, sixty four? I th- I think everyone always would go for Peach because she was the lightest and could turn the best. Again, I was the 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 dummy that would go. Oh, I want to be Donkey Kong because if I run into you, I bump you, and I can you know get around you by bumping into good people. old DK Junior. 
yeah, or not realizing that okay, that guy's the slowest character. So, um, but I, I mean, still, you'd you'd go play the battle mode. And yeah, it wouldn't matter battle as mode much. Was, battle mode is where a, it's at yeah. for Mario Kart. Just a free for all. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I've, but I think sixty four is like. Aside from like the Game Boy ones, 64 is the only home console one I have not touched. I've played because I played Super Mario Kart because of a when Club Nintendo was shutting down, I was able to get a code for that for my Wii for the virtual console or WiiWare, I guess, back oh, WiiWare yeah. when it was called WiiWare. Um, and then I played Double Dash, that was my first introduction to the Mario Kart series. And then, of course, I played Mario Kart Wii because uh, Wii steering wheels. And then I didn't. I didn't play seven for the 3DS, but I did play eight and eight deluxe now for the Switch. And eight deluxe is pretty good. It's uh the most characters. I'll I'll give it that much. But like, there's like, the, there's stuff that like each one is like vastly different and it has its own charms. When you're talking about the um, the Wii one mm-hmm. with the steering wheel. I always I I always played Wii like once for ten minutes and put it down. Was it actually really really good at at being responsive and like if you would steer would it it be really responsive or was it kind of janky and as a as a kid I didn't really notice it. But when we did that little contest when we had when we brought uh, Mario Kart Wii to Sate, uh, and I played, I think I played with motion controls. I'm just like Jesus, this is not as good as I remember. And, then, and so oh, okay. when uh, I went to visit him to like check out his new place and just hang out, we played some Mario Kart Wii, and it's like, yeah, the controllers is the way to the way to go. Like the motion controls are not as great as I remember. It's just take grab a controller, grab a real controller. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about Mario Kart in general, John? I'm I'm trying to think. There was that uh, was it Star Road, and there was that one spot where you could jump off Rainbow Road. Yes, yeah, Rainbow Road. Yeah, and it was I would do it every time. Once I saw somebody do it, I'd be like, I don't know if this is the turn that you're supposed to, but I'm gonna try it, and <laughs> I'm gonna wind up falling. But the one time out of like twenty, if it lands perfect, you just felt like the the king of the hill, the bee's knees, as Carson would say. The bee's knees. Yeah. yeah. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's they're harder to they're very hard to pull off, and it's mostly because of a. I believe that like speedrunners who have speedrun the game say that it's mostly like, um, just things that the designers left in at the time, like they because they thought nobody would be able to get them, or they, it was like you were able to like avoid some kill planes, and you're basically just able to do the to skip most of the course. Yeah, and it's crazy that that, that stuff can happen. In a racing game, like a shortcut like that intense. Yeah. But yeah, that's Mario Kart. That's our retro reminder. And now we're going to jump into our achievement of the week, which is in Rocket Arena. It's called Totally Totem, which is to customize your totem, which is, I guess, you're like a part of your character profile. Because most of their trophies and achievements are pretty standard. So. Here's a standard trophy for you, because it's gonna. Sell, I feel like this that game's gonna sell pr- pretty well. Oh yeah, and I the see a game. Lot of it. Oh yeah, and the game of the week is Ghost of Tsushima. I'm excited for this game. It's an open world on the island of Tsushima in Japan. Uh, you're a samurai, but you're also a ghost. Ghost, not really a ghost, but you like you go as a ghost to like. It's like, do I do you fight honorably as a samurai? Or do you fight dirty and be the ghost? And it's open world adventure, action, hack and slash, fun. And I'm excited for it. And I'm glad it's finally coming out. Because I need a game to play, even though I still have to play my Yakuza games. Uh, Thank you for joining me, John. Hey, man, this was a lot of fun. Thank you. Yes, it was. And where can we find you on the internet? If you're looking on, uh, what is it, Instagram, it's at Flatsmagats, M-C-G-A-T-T-S, just an old nickname. And then um, I've actually, I haven't done it in a while because I'm waiting for a a new microphone to do my podcast, but um, I've got a sports-themed podcast called The 10-Minute Misconduct. If you go to SoundCloud, it's right on there. I will put a, drop a link for both 
uh, John's Instagram and his podcast in the description below. Be sure to check those out. As always, you can find me at Radio Tony on Twitter and at Radio underscore Guy underscore Tony on Instagram. And be sure to follow the podcast, uh, Tony's Game Lounge, on Facebook, as that's where the updates are mostly going for now. Thank you once again, John, for joining me. This was a good experience, man. I, I'm learning more and more from you. <laughs> thank you. And, uh, yes. This guy's a big shot. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and uh, be sure to tune in every week for a new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. That's all for this week. Thank you for tuning in and have a good and awesome week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. Tune in every Sunday for new episodes. 